This is Gemara Nivamas Adaf Ates Daf, excuse me, Daf Yodizayin. All the learning should be an incredible Schoshin of Yzachayim, the Varsham of Ben Levi Zavavi, the Telisham and Chayo. As well as Schosfu Hashem shall use any Vedish Mamatil and Abstalzimir Les and Hamabas Shiva, Vashaviko Shirana, Vasar Shar, Chali Israel. And finally, as Schos Yeshua, Solana Vashan Amalka, Yosalik Ben Yuta Rachel, they should have Yeshua, Isabel Karagos, as Schoshin of Yzachayim, Miriam Bas, Chayo. Pesol, you find the Shedachagoyin Bekaroiv, and Chana Bas Naama as well. You find your Shedach Bekaramamish. We're holding at the bottom of a Tezayin of Bees. Who would believe we're concluding Baruch Hashem, the first parak of Yevamos? I'm sure when we started, many of us were petrified and scared. I being one of them. But Baruch Hashem, we made it here. We are 16 blood in. Yes, I know it gets more difficult as we go along. But Baruch Hashem, the Siyat, the Shemayi, the Schus HaTair, the Limit HaTair, the Rabbim, should continue to propel us as we're going to conclude this Baruch in a few moments. So says the Gemara, Four lines from the bottom to Zayinam Abiz, continuing the discussion which we began yesterday. What is the status? What is the status of a Jewish girl that is together with a guy, an Ayvid Avoida Zara. What is the child that they have together? Is that child a mamzer, a yid, because a mother was a yid? Or is that child a guy? So says the Gemara, He says a very broad statement a guy that gets married, marries to whom? Rahman al Islam to a yid, nowadays. It's a good Kedushin. The guy at some level was a Yid, as we'll see in a moment. Why? Maybe because this guy comes from the lost ten tribes, so maybe he's really a Yid. So we have a regular guy that's marrying a Jewish girl. Normally we would say it's nothing. Says the Gemara, no, maybe there's Kedushin. The kid's going to be. Why? Because maybe he is from the ten Shvatim. The ten lost tribes. Ask the Gemara one second about called the Barish Barish. We know the rule is that when someone separates from a right, we assume that they separated. So Raiv is going to be Gayim. Raiv is not from the ten tribes. So when we have one random person, we should assume that he's not of the ten tribes. We should assume he's a regular guy. Explains the Gemara, Bidukta the Kavi, knows in specific place in which we know that the ten tribes that Sarah Sashvatim lived, and therefore since they're Kavua, called Kavua any time that we know the person was there once upon a time, Kim Dami is the status of 50-50, and therefore Rechayshin that there's going to be God Kedushim. Now where were these places, which is why this Kamar is coming in here, in which the ten tribes that Sarah Sashvatim settled, Amar Nevabo Barkana, Vayinachem Bechalach, Vayinachem Bechalach, that is a Pasik, that is a Pasik in Malachim base that says that the king settled them, settled whom? These ten Shvatim, we're in Chabar, we're by the river of Gaizan and the city of Madai. So what are these different places? Explains Rav Abba, Chalach is Chalazain, Zechalazain, V'chavor, what is Chavor? As we turn over to today's Daft, Av Yudzayin, Amir Aleph, Zez, a place called Chadiaf, Nahar Gaizan, what is that? Zugi Nezek, that is the Nezek, Ve'are Madai, Zu, Chamdan, V'chavro Yisel, the city of Hamdan and its neighboring towns. Vamrile and some say Zuniyar Vachavre. He says it's a place called Niyar. 
and it's downs. Chavrei Zeraman, what are the neighboring downs? Amar Shmuel, Karach, Moish Chidki, Vidamkaya, those are four different downs. Karach, Moish Chidki, Vidamkaya, Amar Avyechalam, Vekulan, Lepasol. All of these places are, Pasol, all of these places are people from the Aserus Ashvatim who married into Gaim, and therefore, unfortunately, all the children of such kids are Regular Yidin. However, because they married Gayim, what's going to happen is they're all going to be Mam Zairim. They're not going to be Gayim, they're going to be Yidin that are Mam Zairim. So now, says the Gemara, we just started off today with a bit of a bold statement that any time we have a Kedushin, we have to assume that it's a valid Kedushin whenever a Jewish girl marries even a guy. We have to assume it's on the Den Shvatim. So now says the Gemara, who said that? In Uzravasi, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. So explains the Gemara, five lines down, Yudayna Maralv, Kamita Kamita Shmuel, Amr Alei, Bincha Abamin, Israel is Karoi, Binchas. When Rabbi Yehuda came to Shmuel, he said, your son who comes from a Jewish woman, Bincha, is Karoi Bincha, is called your son. Ve'ein Bincha Abamin, Avod Zichavim Kari Bincha. But your son that comes from a guy is not called Bincha, Ella Bina, her son, and therefore, if we have a Jewish father and a mother who is not Jewish, the child will not be Jewish. And therefore, says the Gemara, any time we have a regular man marrying a Goyish girl, what is the kid going to be? Not a Yiddish Mamzer, not a Jewish child who's unfortunately a Mamzer, like we started off today. Again, a Jewish man, that's with a Goyish girl, but no, we're going to go after the mother. The mother's a guy and the kid's going to have the status of a guy. And therefore, in the case that there's going to be a Kedushin, there's no reason to ask and assume that there's going to be a good Kedushin in this case. Ask the Gemara one second, what about the children? What about these Aserah Sashvatim, who had children from the Gaim? What, what is the status of they? It's called your son, it's going to be Jewish. So the Jewish woman from the Aserah Sashvatim do have a status of Yedin. So if the girls went and married a guy, then what? Then the child will have a status of a Yid. Explains the Gemara, no, we don't have to be concerned about that. Why not? Why aren't we worried that again, a Jewish girl from the Ten Shvatim went and married the guy and will go after the mother, the mother being a Jew, and even though she's from the Zeres Shvatim, we don't know her status. We'll assume she's from a Jew and therefore we should assume the child is Yiddish. Says the Gemara, we have a tradition, the Binsa Daudara, Sarui, it's Tara. The woman of that Dar, the woman of the Serza Shvatim, literally means they were torn, they were not able to have children from the fact that they were moved all over and traveled so much, they Lerechem got messed up, they were not able to have children, and therefore we don't have to be nervous about the children that maybe they are Jewish. Igadiamri, another way of explaining what we just said, Do not leave from there, and this is a uh, historical chiddish that happened according to this Lashen. They did not move. They made them goyim.
Yuladu. They left Hashem, they gave birth to Zorim, children who were not Jewish. The reason why I say this is a historical Chiddush, because we know that once a Yid, always a Yid, once a Jew, always a Jew, regardless how far one strays, once a Jew, always a Jew, but over here in this Gemara, we're seeing a massive Chiddush. That because they went in the high level of intermarriage, and in the high level of Mamzerim, they made a Takana that they weren't Jews. They removed their status of being a Yid. How that is possible of course, it's very, very difficult to understand, but that is what the Gemara is explaining, that the Nevi'im had Ruach HaKodesh, and they were able to say that all of these people from the Aserz HaShvatim, once they married Goyim, did not have the status of a Yid, a fascinating Chiddush. But now we go back, and yesterday we were discussing a place called Tarmoy. So Yosef Rav Yosef about twelve lines down. The first one line is Achayreo. Yosef Rav Yosef Achayreo. The Rav Kana you sitting behind the Rav Kana. Yosef Rav Kana came in. The Rav Yehuda Yosef came out. I see it in Yisrael that the Yom Tov. One day Kala Yisrael is going to make a big party. Kicharvu Tarmoy when Tarmoy is destroyed. Says the Gemara. One second. Vacharif. It's already destroyed. Explains the Gemara. No, Ahu Tamoy. That's not Tarmoy. That is Tamod Havoy. Ravashi Amar, another terrorist, I knew Tarmoy, I knew Tamod. Really, it's one of the same place. But Achbuli Udemachvil, really, what happened was the city, whatever this means, would duplicate and grow itself. As it was destroyed from one side, it would populate from the other side. So the town was not destroyed yet. When this town will, lost and lovely, be destroyed, it will be a cause for tremendous party because all of the Mamzerim will be removed from Klal Yisrael. Says the Gemara, once we're on the, ta- once we're on the topic of different locations, locales, towns, in which we know the status of those that live there at a unique status in Allah with regard to marriage. Yosef Rav Hamuna Kameda Ula. Rav Hamuna was sitting in front of Ula Vakavishmaitza Omar, my Gavra, Umay Gavra. Ula said, my Gavra, my Gavra, what an incredible man. If only this town was not Arpanya. He said about this person, if only the fact you didn't come from a place called Arpanya, which we know everyone was Mamzerim from there, you'd be so incredible. So Echsif, Nuna was embarrassed. Once Ula saw that Nuna was embarrassed when he said he's from this place called Arpanya, where do you pay taxes? I paid a Pomnara. So Ula responds, You're from Pomnara, meaning you're not from this other place called Barbania. You're not from the place in which everyone was in Mamzerim. How did Ula know? Because we know one of the traits of Claudius Yisrael, we are Baishanim, Rachmanim, Negoimli, Chasadim. Whereas a Mamzer is not. A Mamzer is a Chutzmin Yank. So when Ula saw that Ramnuna was embarrassed, when he saw that he felt bad, when he said to him that you might not be a kosher yid, he saw that it must be. That itself showed the level of busha, the level of Baishanim, showed Ula that he must indeed be a yid. Says the Gemara, Mayar Panya, what is Arpanya referred to the mountain everyone turns to. This is a place in which you can't find a, a, a spouse anywhere else, because over here is where all the Mamzerim, etc. Anyone who doesn't know their Yichos, they will go to this place called Arpanya, and there they would find their mate. Amar Rava, and we conclude the parak on an interesting note, the Amukamish Mishal. 
This place called Arpanya is deeper than Shaul. Shaul referring to Gehenim. It's even worse than Gehenim. Worse than Gehenim? What does that mean? Shenemar miyacholapodeim. You could get out of Gehenim from Shaul. You're going to be ransomed. Imavis agolim from death. I'm going to redeem you. But what happens by a mamzer? One who is from Arpanya, one who is a mamzer, has no remedy. He'll be a mamzer. So at some level, it's even worse than Gehenim. You go to Gehenim, you're getting out eventually. But from here, you're stuck. This is the Mo'uvah, so Yuchlatak, and this is that which is twisted that can never be fixed. And the reason why we saw yesterday that the people from Tarma and why in the world were they Mamzerim, we said, because they were born from Shleimah that due to their incredible wealth attracted the Jewish girls and had these people of Tarma in which are Mamzerim. So it says the Gemara, what happened was, is Psulei Darapanya Misha Psulei Demesha and the Psulma of Arapanya came from Mesha and Psulei Demesha Misha Psulei De Tarma came from Tarma so from Shlema Amelech, from those Avodim, from the lure of cash, from the Jewish girls that they get taught, they got hooked on the money of these slaves and created the Mamzerim, it spread to Tarmoid, it spread to Mishan, and it spread all the way to Arpanyov. I knew that is what people say, Kaba Rabbah the Kaba Suta, a large Kav and a small Kav, a big soul, a small soul, Mingin, Mingin, Excuse me. Uh, it rolls down to Shaul, showing the terrible procession, the progression, the, the falling into the abyss of the terrible Yichos, uh, once it went, once they intermarried, once they had these forbidden relations, how it spread and spread and spread. We must do an incredible Chazara. So just think back to that first day that first Mishnah, the Chamesh Esrei Anoshin, those 15 women, those cases, the difficulties. But don't worry, in a moment, as we begin the second Barak and tomorrow, we're going to get back to a lot of those cases that itself will start off our Chazara of We should be Zeicha, not just to finish this Barak, but to finish many more Prakim, Yuvamus very soon. And soon, Nashim Shas, it's all on the horizon. Let's continue learning. Says the Mishnah, Kesed Eishazach, there it is. Like we mentioned, the beginning of the Chazara. What was one of the cases in the first Mishnah? Was Eishes Achiv Shaloyaya Be'olamai. Was the wife of the brother that was not in this world? And what is the case? Explains the Mishnah before we see a picture. Shneach and there are two brothers. One of them dies. And then... The third brother is born. And then the second brother does Yibam. And the second brother does Yibam. As Isha's Achiv, the wife of his brother, the original Yivamah, and then he himself, the second brother, dies. The first wife doesn't have to do anything because they now fall into the third brother who was not alive when the first wife was married. The second wife, the co-wife of this erva. So for a moment, here you have you have Reuven and Shimon. Again, it's not such a complicated case, but for some, the visual of the picture really helps. Reuven and Shimon, Reuven is married to Sarah, Reuven dies and then what happens? Then Levi is born. So was Levi alive?
alive at the time that Reuven and Sarah were married? The answer is no. So Levi is called an Ashes Achiv Shleya Ba'alamai. So Sarah will never go to Yibam to Levi because Levi was not there at that time of that marriage. And their Mishnah explains step two that even if Shimon went and married Sarah, then Shimon dies. Now Sarah and the co-wife falls to Levi. They both will as well be Potter. And let's get into the Gemara as we'll discuss this a bit deeper. We begin with a bit of a uh, tech, a word game almost. The Mishnah listed two of the wives, and we call them Rishayna and Shnia. Says the Gemara, whichever way you want to call it, is fine. Now we just explain, Mandatani Rishayna, as we turn over to your Dynamo Bays, the one that calls... That it's, she is the Rishayna. Why is that a mistake? My Rishayna, Rishayna, Lenafila. She's the first one to fall to Yibam. Mantanishniya, the one that says that the second one is Potter, Loi Mishtavish, my Shniya, Shniya, Lenasu, and the second one to get married. Ask Gemara, really, Milo Yaskina, Diabam, Vachakanas? I thought the case of here was in which the original case was that Ruvain did with Yibam and then married the second wife. So therefore, how could be called Shnia? Elamai Shnia, Shnia, Bine, Suin. So that's just the technical details, figuring out the words within the Mishnah, how the case makes sense. Now we get to the crux of it. Why is there a tour? Why in this case of Isha's Achshalaya by Lamai, when Levi is born after Ruvain dies, why indeed does Levi not do Yibam and Chalitza? Explains the Gemara, Eishes Achav Shalayba Elamai Heicha Ksiba. Where do we see this in the Torah? Marvudam Rava Markra Ki Yeshvu Achim Yachtov. When brothers dwell together, and from here we learn out Shalayislam Yeshiva Achas Ba'Elam. There is a moment of time that they're together. So Levi had to have been in this world at the time Yachtov with Ruvain with the case where Yibam began. And Prat, what does this exclude? Leishes Achav Shalayba Elamai, cause he is no longer in this world. Says the Gemara Yachtov. What does Yachtov come to teach us? Miuchadim binachla. Says the Gemara from Yachtov, we learn that they have to be brothers in which are miuchad. They're specific with regard to nachla, which means pralacham inayim. This excludes the brothers from the mother. It's only paternal brothers, not maternal brothers. Because Yerusha inheritance goes after the father, not the mother. So the fact that it says Yachtov that teaches the second din, that they have to be brothers on the father. Rabbah Rabbi says another source. Achim and Ahav, the fact that it has to be brothers and the father, Yalif, where do we learn that from? Achuya. Ach, excuse me, Achava. The boss says, Achva, brother. Achva, Achvam, the Yaakov. Malhalim and Ahav, Belayim and Ahim, Akam, Menav, Lominahim. From a different boss, we can see Shava, teaching me it has to be brothers and the father, and not from the mother. Ask the Gemara and Rabbi of Lilva, Achva, Achim, Erais. Why don't we learn out the word Achva is also by Erais? And by Arayas, it's referring to from the mother. So if you're the word Achva, how do you know it's Achva from Yaakov Avinu? Maybe it's Achva from Arayas, which means the mother. Explains the Gemara. Donin Achim Meachem, in Donim Achim Meachecha. It's more similar. By Yaakov Avinu, the word is Achim, whereas by the Arayas is Achecha. So what's better? You want the word more similar. 
Says the Gemara, really a kasha that we've had and we've seen many, many times as we look at the Messiah Shas over here, Irvin Yuma. We saw it uh, maybe only two times, but okay, two times enough. My Nafkamina asked the Gemara, what's the difference? Achim, Achecha, Hatanit very small, famous demon of Yishmal, Veshava Kainu Ba'akait, Zui Shiva Zui Bia. He learned the Xer Shava from Shavin Ba, from returning and coming. It's the same type of word. So why are you getting bothered by Achim, Achecha? They're both Achim. They're both brothers. Explains the Gemara. The obvious there is on Emili Eicha the like Emili Damila. It's only when there's nothing more similar. Avleicha the Ika Emili Damila when there's something more similar. Midedamile Alfinan. We go with that which is more similar. So we have no choice. That's Tanadvira Yishmael. That's Vishavuba. But when we have a choice, then what we want to do is want to be more and more similar. So we can do Achim and not Achecha. Ask the Gemara further on Rabbi Leil Achva Achami Light. Maybe the word Achva is also by Light. And there he uses the full word Achim. And yet referring to the mother. Explains the Gemara. Mistam from the Yaakov Avla the Mil. If it's more understandable to learn from Yaakov Avinu, why? Mishum de Mafni. Because the word by Yaakov Avinu is free. There's nothing else that we will darshin from this word. So it makes more sense to darshin from Yaakov Avinu. Explains the Gemara. Madhavi the what could it have said? It could have said 12 12 servants, the children of your father. Why is that word Achim? They're totally irrelevant. Once it said Avinu, we know that they're brothers. So why did the Torah throw in that word Achim? It must be the word is actually so it makes more sense to Darshan Achim Achim from Yaakov Avinu to teach me that it's the maternal brothers, excuse me, that it's the paternal brothers and not the maternal brothers. But now, end of story. So we have two different sources, two different ways of learning that it has to be brothers from the father. We have Rabbi. And we have Yachtov. Two different ways of learning. Rav Yudah Merah from Yachtov and Rabbah from the Xer Shav of Achim Achim. Says the Gemara of Itzuk Lamechtov Achim, Itzuk Lamechtov Yachtov. We need both Sukkim. Because of Achim, Avamina, Lid of Achu, Achu, Melight. Ah, beautiful. If it just said Achim, I'd have a Havamina. Turn out from Light. Fachitima, maybe you'll tell me. Maybe you'll suggest, why are you saying to learn it from Light? Loy Mofni, by Light. The word is not extra. Layo Mofni. Says Gemara, really? That's not true. La yaf duim ofni. Indeed, it is extra. Madavli lemechtav reim by loit. He could have just said that him loit and Avram were reim. Uksev achem. Why does he use the word achem? Shamin alaf nuyeh. So we would have had a hava. I mean, it's learned that achem achem from loit. So they were called rachmani yachtov. Hamiyu chadim and achla. And therefore, the Torah wrote the word yachtov. Because rachmani yachtov hava. I mean, demi achadei be'abo ubiima. I would have thought yachtov. What are you? You're together, both in Abba and Ima. You share father and a mother. Tzricha. And therefore, that is the reason why we need to both Sukim, Yachtov, and Achim Achim from Yaakov Avinu to teach me that there's only a case of Yibam when it's brothers from the father. Ask the Gemara on this last point from Echadesi. The classical Mecha Desi. What is the Hava Amina that will be Yachtov and have to have a brother and a father? Yibam Benachla Dalar Achmana Benachla Minav. What's the Hava Amina? We know Yibam is like Nachla. An inheritance only goes from the father. He- Explains the Gemara Itzrik. Sagda Dermina Al Bakidashu Dika Dikip 
Mishtari Arab Gabei. From day one, we've been seeing that Yibum is a chiddush. Yibum is a novelty that we're allowing an Arab of Ach. Normally, your brother's wife here is usher to you. Isser Kari. Send Yibum comes along and says the Taira. You're allowed to marry your Ach. So I would have thought Ema Ademiyachadi Ba'abo Bima. If we're touching such a massive chiddush, maybe the Havaminim would be they would have to be both the father and the mother. There. Therefore, we need the Pasuk to teach me, no, it's only sharing the brothers and the father and not necessarily for the mother. And that's the end of the drushas in which we know a fundamental din of Yibam. The Yibam is only when they share brothers and the father. We got into this as we were discussing the Eishas Ach Shaloi Hayabalamai. Before we finish today's year, we start one more topic. Oh my Rav, Una, oh my Rav, about 20 lines to the bottom. The first one line is Rav. And really here begins a lengthy discussion, which I think is in tomorrow, the discussion of Zika. We've discussed this in the past, that when we have a situation of Yibam, when we have a brother that dies and his wife is awaiting Yibam, his wife is awaiting the brother of her ex-husband to either do Yibam or Chalitza, there is a Zika, there's a connection between her, the Yavama, and the man, the Yavam. What is that Zika? What is that connection? Is that connection at some level a halachic marriage? Or is that connection just the potential? That just the label that will call what will happen? Is there a halachic difference the fact that there's something called a Zika, something connecting the Yavama and the brother? So it says Rav Yudam Rav Unam Rav Shemeres Yavam Shemesa. What happens? This woman is awaiting Yavam. Her husband dies. She's waiting Yavam to the brother. She did not do Yavam Rachalitza. And then she dies. Mutter Biima. The brother is allowed to marry her mother. So what? What do we see? Her mother. Alma, we see that even though there was a zika between the brother and this woman, kasavar ain't zika, must be there's no zika, there's no real connection. Because if the zika, if the connection was some level of a marriage, he wouldn't be able to marry your mother. You're not allowed to marry um, the, the wife's mother. And let's just see the other side of the coin and we'll come out very clearly. Why doesn't he say that we paskin in Zika? If he would have said that, only by two women. Why didn't he say Allah is like those say in Zika? I would have thought only when they're alive. When the woman is alive, you're not allowed to marry your mother. Why not? You have to do Yibam. So that is the first side of the coin that we're holding in Zika. Ask the Gemara, if a Yavam dies, you're allowed to marry Achaisa, her sister. The Gemara's Medaik. It sounds like you can't marry her mother. Explains the Gemara, no. You can marry even the mother. The first case of the Mishnah spoke about when the wife dies, let her marry the sister. Now, says the Gemara, I know we just read that a little bit fast. We have to see the other side of the coin for the full clarity. What's the opposing side? That's the Ein Zika side. Rav Yudar, he says, Shemeres Yavim Shemesa. Again, Ruvain dies. His wife, Rachel, is waiting Yibam to Shimon. While Rachel is waiting Yibam to Shimon, Rachel dies. Is Shimon allowed to marry Rachel's mother? Says the Gemara, Shemeres Yavim Shemesa. Says Rav Yudar, no. 
He's not going to marry your mother. Why not? He didn't do anything. It was just a waiting. It was just a potential Yavam. That's the opposite side. Do we say that the potential, the waiting period between this Rachel and Shimon, between the potential Yivam and Chalitza, that itself at some level, says the Gemara Yezika, is at some level the level of a marriage, a connection. There's something there so much so that if she dies, Shimon is not going to marry her mother. Because as if they were married. We'll pick it up from here, Mirza Shem, in the next year.